Amazing. God is so magnificent. Um, I just want to say to my lovely wife, uh, Ardina, uh, during for 34 years and six months, uh, she's been a part of my life uh, in a special way. So we dated on my birthday in 1985, December 15th. I met her at a, I didn't read a meter there, but I met her as a girl I really liked uh, for the first time in church on my birthday. And then six months later, we were married. And so today marks 34 years of our anniversary. So I am so blessed. And I want to say happy anniversary to my best friend, the love of my life, uh, uh, Ardina Duran. Amen. So to my family, uh, we say thank you all for loving us so much because you've been so good to us. Um, we uh, uh, want to uh, share with you guys the word of God on Father's Day. But we want to share uh, a message called Your Destiny is Chosen by God. And we talk about the men and the role of a man in relationship. And when you look at all the research, man, that's out there, all the research tells us that a lot of the ills that happens in this world, uh, whether it's teenage pregnancy or imprisonment or uh, dropouts and all that, it all really uh, points back to and has a, a root in fatherlessness. And so when the father is not in the home, uh, it creates all kind of problems. And so I know we're in a society now where things are shifting. And so um, a lot of women are moving to the forefront. is because I think of the absence of a man in the home or a godly man in the home, a man who would walk in righteousness, who love her and care for her like he should care for her. And so it makes it very challenging um, when you're rearing kids uh, to try to rear them alone uh, when you need that male importance. Now, I want you to understand that uh, when God created us, he created the male first, and then from the male, he created the woman. Uh, and he told us to make sure that we love her and cherish her because she was so important. Uh, so it's important for us to understand God's mission for us. So when you look at Genesis uh, chapter 1, God really says a very powerful word, and he screams so loud when he says, then God said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. And so when God said that, then he created the man, and that says something about that man, that that man was unique, and because that man was supposed to bear the image of God and his characteristics, man, and his attributes. Now, we know the fall of man created a big problem, and we maybe we'll get into that today, or maybe we'll get into it later. But I just want to encourage the men that you were created in God's image. And it's important because when a woman finds a man who loves God and has a value of God and has his attributes, I promise you, she's going to do whatever she can, man, to amplify your life. She's, gonna, she's almost like uh, going to put you inside an incubator, man, and just magnify you like never before. Every woman is looking for that man um, who can love her and care for her and cherish her. And the beauty is that God gave you his attributes. Remember, God is love. And if God is love and we are creating his image, that means we have the ability uh, to understand that we can be God with skin on it. So we can really carry out his attributes. So we have to understand uh, our destiny and it's chosen. So God's mission and his accomplishments was really going to happen, man, through the heart of man. So in, when you get to the 27th verse, he says, so God, he created the man um, in his own image. Then he created uh, in the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. And he intended for us 
to work together as a unit. Now, that's important for us to understand because if we don't value that peace, we're going to misuse the greatest gift, man. I think God has ever given mankind, and that's the gift of a woman. And so it's important to understand that when God created us, he created us really one uh, in one, but both inside of one. But the beauty of it is he created us, man, but we are the protectors uh, of the family. That's why the man is called the father of the family. Because the father is the source of life. And anything you source, you are responsible for resourcing. And the thing is, man, when God blessed us, man, and he gave us this woman. And he wanted us to value her, man, because she came from us. All right? And not only her, but the family is important. And you're the foundation of the family. So remember, you're not necessarily the head of the family. A man really is the foundation of a family. So the foundation carries the house. And remember that. So if the... the uh, the windows can be messed up, the roof can be messed up, the walls can be messed up and all that. But if the foundation is messed up, then they condemn the house. So you are the foundation, man, that carries the family. So in the event, man, that things go wrong, if the foundation is there, man, you can always rebuild again. And so remember, man, we are the foundation of the family. And our destiny is really, man, to, to uh, make the world see God uh, in a physical sense. So our mission and our destiny, man, is to show the love of God, man, in the hearts of people all over the world. So man has a major role, man. And so uh, because we're the protector and we're the lover and uh, uh, we're, uh, uh, we're the ones, man, that, that bring the life and we are sharing the life. So no one should ever, man, under our domain, ever want or lack for anything. Even if they're not our biological, we should be there, man, to lift and to build up. It makes a difference because people are looking for one. I used to coach, and when I coached, I was very uh, animate to my coaches about the way they talk to the children uh, because it was important the voice they hear and the voice you project. So I made it a, a, a thing, man, make sure you build up, strengthen up, and encourage. All right? In the midst of all the things you're going through, it's important that you make sure that you understand your destiny because people are following you. All right? Now, remember now, so when a, when a woman, a husband gives, uh, a dad gives his daughter to you, he's saying, take her to the next level. But whenever you date someone and the, and the mom is so excited, man, and she's hoping, man, that you as a man would carry her daughter or take care of her daughter and make sure she's happy and put a smile on her face. Now, you remember now, Satan, because of the fallen man, Satan's mission is to kill, steal, and destroy. So he's causing you to look at the very thing that loves you the most and care for you the most and make you hurt it. And the reason why he do that, man, because that's the fall of man. And because of sin, sin uh, is a thing, man, that comes in, and his mission is to create division and destroy. That's why he said the wages of it is death. So you got to understand, man, because of sin in the world, our hearts are so broken and so wounded. And God knew the importance of it, so he sent his son, man, to really give us a heart transplant so we can get back on the right path, all right? And then the path, man, is to value family and to value each other. Now, men, I want to share something with you, man, because God was so uh, uh, instrumental, man, in making sure, man, that things were taken care of. He wanted to make sure that the men understand, understood direction. So here's what in Exodus, when God told, <clears throat> God was getting them ready, man, coming out of Egypt. And here's what God said uh, through the pen of Moses in Exodus 34. He said, three times a year, all your men, are to appear before the, before the sovereign Lord. Now, listen to this. Now, God said 
Now listen, Moses, three times a year, I want you to gather all the men. All right, three times a year. All right. He said, gather all the men before the sovereign Lord, the Lord God of Israel. Verse 34 says, then I will drive out nations before you and enlarge your territory. And no one will covet your land when you go up three times a year to appear before the Lord your God. Now listen, God said, this thing, instructions and how to handle your family and everything, he says, got to come directly from me. So three times a year, man, God told the men they come before him and before the sovereign Lord. He said, and while you're away from your family, you don't have to worry about it. I'm going to take care of your family. You know, if, if the man's away, uh, the, the, the people come in and try to ravage. He said, I got you. I'm going to take care of you because, because if, listen, if I don't bring you before me and, and bring you in my presence, you would be the one, man, that would destroy your family. He said, if I don't get you before me, man, and sit down and instruct you on a, the value, man, of your destiny, he says, you will destroy your own family. I don't have to, nobody else will have to come in. So those people said, no, nah, I'm not going, man. I don't want to hear what God got to say, man. I ain't going to deal with God. That, that's a bunch of bull crap. Those are the ones, if you follow them, man, they're the ones, man, that treat the family, man, like they're nothing. They talk down on their spouses. They talk down on their children. Uh, they don't care. They destroy other people because they refuse, man, to go in the presence of the Lord, man, to get instruction to understand, man, how we're supposed to end this thing because we have somewhere to go. Remember, uh, our destiny is already chosen by God. Our destiny is chosen. Now, how we get there uh, is important, and so people get there different ways, but you can't ever get there, man, without some kind of roadmap. And so God says, listen, I, I'm the roadmap, but you got to come before me. Some of you all may go right, some may go left, some may go forward and come back. He said, but you got to come before me. you got to commit your life to me and understand, man, how you got to get where you got to get. Because I don't care what kind of business you run. I don't care how much money you invest. I don't care who you marry. None of that stuff matters if you don't understand a relationship with me because I got to give you some instruction. And if you don't get it right, man, the whole family suffers. All right? That's why when you read the Old Testament, whenever the men would do something, man, the entire family would suffer. All right? So it's important, man, us to understand, man, we are important and we have a major role to play. So that's why you look at the research. They say whenever a mother goes to church, uh, the children might go, right? Whenever there's a husband and a wife in the family and the children, or they may complain, but whenever the dad say we're going to church, everybody in the house moves, right? Everybody and the wife, even if sometimes if the wife is not saved or whatever, if she doesn't have, when she got a godly man that's living right, whatever, and he makes a commitment, man, she'll make that, that commitment because of you. All right. That's why important it is, man, for us, man, to get instruction from God and understand, man, that we are God's anointed ones and we are the one, man, to lead our family. Now, I'm not downplaying women. You know, I did a whole sermon, man, on the power of a woman. All right. But I just want to talk to the men today and let them understand, man, how valuable you are because the woman is looking for you. Dr. Tony Evans said something very powerful once that some people agree and some people don't agree. He said, I can tell what kind of relationship a man has with God the way his wife treats him. Because if God is your head and you treat God like crap, don't you think, don't you think, man, that she's going to honor you like she's supposed to honor you when you don't honor your head? He says it's a spiritual thing. And we have to understand it's a spiritual thing. But when a man is walking in righteousness, man, he's doing what he wants. Even if he's not all the way where he should be, man, she is going to grab a hold to that little bit of God that she sees. And she's so excited that she's going to try to encourage it even the more. Now, trust me. 
Everything don't apply to everybody because we are spiritual beings and we are controlled by spirits. And some people, man, just commit their life. Even though they're in the church, they really commit their, their lives to Satan. They say, I'm going to do what I want to do because I'm a, my father. I'm a lie. I'm a cheat. I'm a sneak. I'm going to do this here. And I'm still going to go to church and use it as a cover-up. I never, never forget, man, during this pandemic and, and, and the, the other pandemic, man, with, uh, with all the police brutality and all that, there was a young man who was a youth pastor, and he was having an affair on his wife. It's a true story. He was having an affair on his wife, and then he got caught. And in the affair, he said he had been abducted by two African-American males when in reality, man, he was in a hotel cheating on his wife, and he didn't want to get exposed. So just because people are going to church or they're preaching the gospel, they're singing, doesn't mean God is in their heart, Right? And seeing they can end up destroying other people's lives. But I want you to know, man, when God says, man, three times a year, I want all you men to come before me because it's so important that you get instructions, man, how to manage your family. Now, this is important for us to understand. I want to share this, man, because uh, a lot of us, I can only talk for myself, uh, but I'm sure it applies to other people. A lot of us, man, did not have good models. Uh, We did not have good father models. All right. Um, things was happening. Things were going on when we were younger in the 60s and the 70s and all that. And so the men were doing multiple things. I just know my stepfather, who was there, man, had multiple women um, that he was dealing with. And my dad, man, I have four of us, man. We all the same age and we all got different mamas. So, uh, so there were some things going on, man, that was not too, we were not too proud of. So we did not see the model. Right. So but here's the thing. When Jesus Christ, when we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, man, he becomes the role model because he starts to put the pride and the love of God inside of us, man. And he manifests who he is, man, through us. All right. So even though we may not have a good model at home, once we accept Christ and we go before God, man, God teaches us. I, I, I can only talk about myself. God taught me, man, how to be a good husband. God taught me how to be a good father. God taught me how to be a good leader. Uh, but I had to make a commitment, man, to come before him. It's so important. So we have to understand our role and what we have to do as men, right? Because our family depends on it. Life depends on it. So in Ephesians, listen to what Paul says. For he has chosen us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight and love. So God created us, man, before the foundation of the world, man, to be like him. He wanted us, man. Listen, before you was ever in your mother's womb, man, God had already chosen you, and he had a destiny for you. He had a plan for you in the earth, man. Then he birthed you into the earth, man, so you can be a difference maker, man. Know who you are. You ought to be a difference maker. Because of that, man, Satan is always coming after you, trying to destroy you. I'm telling you, he is, his mission is to destroy your life and destroy because you're so awesome. You're so smart, man. You're so intelligent. You got so much wit. And why would Satan let this bypass you when he know he got this here? If he gets you, man, he affects so many other people. So Paul was letting you know, man, who you were. You was created. So he's reminding us, man, you were created, man, in God's image, man, before the foundation of the world. He said, listen, God was already thinking about you, right? He goes on and says, he predestined us for an adoption uh, to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with the pleasure of his will. So God's mission was, man, to re-adopt us, man, to bring us back into this family of God, man, to put us in line with him so we can really be like him, so we can make people happy. We can make life better, man, for other people. You can only do it, man, when you're connected with God. I don't care what anybody say. When you're not connected with God and you turn your back on God, we got hell to pay. 
when God had already, man, uh, through Jesus Christ, man, has given us opportunity, man, to transform our heart and make us, man, be a person, man, like him. Now, the thing is, man, so many people come along, man, because we went through so much crazy stuff in our life, man. We deal with this police brutality, man. Why in the world do you think uh, Satan is killing so many young black men? Why do you think that's happening? All right, his mission, man, is trying to destroy because he know hey, they ain't police, but they ain't killing women. They killing men because they understand, man, that's the seed. Life is in the loins of the man, and he know that. So he's trying to destroy, man, because God has a plan and a purpose for you. And the enemy is sin. Sin, the fathers of men, men heart are so wicked and so evil, he's trying to cut off, man, God's blessing that God had already blessed beforehand. God had already put in us, man, what he wants us to do and how awesome he wants us to be. So God places the future of everything inside of itself. Now, think about that. Now, if God places the future of everything inside, if I try to kill you, I try to destroy you through alcohol, through drugs, man, through extramarital affairs. Now, if I can destroy you or your name, your reputation, man, then I have a great opportunity, man, to destroy your seed. Right? Your seed of righteousness, your seed of character, whatever. I have an opportunity, man, to destroy it. Because not only if I destroy you, if I get you, man, to get off the path, if I get you, man, not to go to the meeting. When God called you to the meeting, if I can get you not to come to the meeting, all right, then I can destroy you. I don't care who you are. All right. Remember this. This really just does not apply to men. It also applies to women as well. But this is particularly to men. All right. So remember, your future is not ahead of you or your future is not actually trapped. I mean, your future is actually trapped inside of you. So remember, man, it's not it's not ahead of you. Whatever God want plan for you is really already inside of you. And the thing is, man, how do I destroy what's inside of you? I got to get inside your mind and mess up what's inside of your mind because your future is really inside of you. I want to show you a picture that's very powerful. And I showed this picture before. It's the picture of an apple. And inside that apple, man, is a seed. All right. Now, you can do whatever you want, man, to try to destroy that. The only way you can destroy that apple for real, you got to try to get to the seed of it. So you got to try to get into the core of it because what's happening, the, the beauty of you, whatever your future and everything is inside of you. So if I try to snuff out you, you then I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to destroy your future because God put inside of you, man, your future and your destiny. All right. And it's important that God wants you, man, to make a difference, man, in the world today. And so he wants you to be a great husband he wants you to be a great father. He wants you to be a great son. He wants you to be a great nephew. He wants you to be a great neighbor. He wants you to be a great co-worker. God wants you to be the best. And when you are the best and when you got guys and there's no fear, uh, you feel like you can conquer the world. But remember, your future and everything is inside of you. So you don't have to look outside. God said, look within. Well, hold it now. In order for us to do that, man, we have to get into the word of God. And go inside our mind. That's why he said you're transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have to renew your mind. You have to change from the inside out. If you want to be a better husband, you have to change from the inside out. You want to be a better dad, a better brother, a better cousin, whatever. You have to change from the inside out. Because everything rides on the inside that's going to affect the outside. All right? Amen. So Isaiah in 46 says, I am God and there is no other. I am God and there's none like me. So God is letting you know, listen, there's nobody like me. Remember now, 
I created you in my image, in my likeness. But listen, listen what he says. I am God and there's no other. I am God and there's no one like me. And then he says this in verse 10. I make known the end from the beginning. I, my, I, will, I say my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. Now watch God. God said, listen, my purpose, my mission, my objective, my love for you, who I want you to be. I, listen, you can't, Satan, have this world. You can't have this brother. You can't have this, this cousin. You can't have this uncle. Because listen to me. I created him before the foundation of the world. And I'm not going to let you and no one else destroy it. Now, the only body can really destroy it is going to be you yourself. Because your future, man, is really inside of you. Right? So you have to know that. So now, I got to make a destiny, but I got to make an appointment, man, with God. And I got to say, whatever happens, man, I cannot miss that meeting. I got to be at that meeting. I got to spend time with God. I got to get before God, man. Otherwise, everybody suffers when I'm sick. When I'm sick, everybody suffers when I'm sick. Right? Uh, I used to always say, I see all this, man, you don't want mama to get sick at home because mama gets sick the whole house. No, when the man is sick, he really affects the entire community. When the man is sick, because he creates so many pains for the woman. He creates so many ills for her. He can almost cause her to have uh, all kind of anxieties and all that because he's sick. And she works so hard to make sure he's well. All right. So understand that. So don't miss it. So Jeremiah says something. He says, for I know the plans I have for you. Listen, Jeremiah declares the Lord plans to prosper you. My mission is for you to be prosperous. All right. And to not harm you plans to give you hope and a future. He said, I'm telling you my mission. Guys, I'm not joking with you. I'm letting you know, man, who you are and why you're so valuable. And I want you to know you're on my mind. All right, and I'm begging you. That's why Jesus said, come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. He said, I'll give you rest. He says, it's important, man, but come before God, man, and look at this thing. Right? And don't allow the devil, don't allow the devil and his imps to come in, man, and mess you up and get you confused. All right? Because sin actually kills, man. It destroys. Racism is nothing but sin. We know what that is. That's nothing but sin. That's all it is, man, because when God created, he created us all in his image. Now, people can go back and they can go to history and I can study it all and all that. But the bottom line, man, God created us, man, his image. Now, whenever racism and all that's coming come to play, man, all it is is Satan, man, trying to get us, man, to get distracted and not walk in our identity. Right? And so now we get sidebarred, man, by something, man, and cause us, man, to separate from them. We're better than them. We better. No, that's nothing but sin. And sin kills. The wages of sin is death. Think about it. When you think you're better than or this here, and, uh, or you, 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 you think you're more superior than or whatever, and it does not just happen uh, with one group of people. It's a group of people all over the place who think they're more superior than someone else. That's nothing but an enemy, man, trying to cause us, man, not to walk together in God's glory and understand that. That's the same thing when I'm talking to the men so I understand. When you think you're better than her, or when you think you're better than your family, or when you think you're better than the next man, instead of being who God created you to be, all, right, all you do, man, is walk away from God and go out and think you can do what you can do, man, apart from God. You're phenomenal. You have phenomenal gifts. You're so talented. 
I know you feel nobody can do it like you, but don't fool yourself. There's somebody doing it better than you, all right? Somebody's always doing it better than you, right? But the thing is, I want you to understand is, I don't care how good they do it, God created you to do it the way you do it. And you, he wants you, man, to love him, have a relationship with him, man, so you can make a difference in the world today. So let today be the day that, that your life is transformed. Let today be the day that you give your life to God and say, you know what? I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, and I'm no longer going to be the tail, and I'm going to take my rightful place, man. And not only am I going to be the foundation, but I'm going to build this house like never, ever before. And I'm coming before you, Lord, and I'm going to spend time with you, man, so I can get instruction. What better way, man, to get instruction from the master? Right? If I want to be good at something, man, I was a photographer. There was a guy by the name of Jim Churchill. I'll never forget him. He's, one of, uh, he's from Muskegon, but he was a phenomenal, phenomenal photographer. And I made my business, man, to go down this shop. And I said, would you please show me how to take pictures like you? Because I want to get somebody who's better than me. Who's better, man, than the master himself for you to spend time with him, man, and figure out how to do this thing and how to do it right? And don't get before the master and then allow him to cause you, man, to start looking at other people like they're nothing. Because you don't watch the Satan slip in and you look down on other people and not be the person, man, God intended for you to be. So when he says that, he said, remember this here in John 10 and 10. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I come that they may have life and then have it to the full. All right. Now remember, Satan is slick, man. He's he been doing this for a long time, man. His mission, man, is to kill, steal, and destroy. So you can walk in, oh, I'm so angry, you don't understand, man. This is, and here's the thing, I'm so broken, yeah. But if you give your life to God, man, he'll, he'll put back together. He'll take the pieces and put the pieces back together, right? And I don't care if Humpty Dumpty fell off the wall and had a great fall, and it took all the king's horses. All the king's, I'm telling you, God can put your life back together. If you don't believe it, man, Ask your friend next door who was strung out on drugs and God put their life back together. Ask the young lady who was broken and God restored her marriage. Ask God. Ask him. Ask him how the master can restore anything. Right? So when he says, man, the thief come, man, to try to get you to not be the man you intend to be or the woman you're supposed to be. I'm telling you, you're somebody and know you're somebody. And God made you somebody. And so if we start to encourage each other and lift each other up, and, and build each other up, man. Wow, man, could we not be magnificent as a team in order to do kingdom work? If we can watch Satan and watch who he is and watch that evilness come when, that's a, when you think you're supreme and you're so superior and you got so much pride, you think you're better than or, or my car is better than your car or I have more money than you have and my children are smarter than your children and, and my wife is more beautiful than your wife and, and I have these things. Because you really, when you close the door and, you, and there's nobody around, you know, man, that we're nothing apart from God. And if we work together, our destiny is to work together, man, to change the world. God's showing you his destiny. His destiny is the world. Now, we may go different ways, but our destiny, man, is to come together, man, as God's people and make a difference, man, in the life of people. Of course, you're going to have people that's evil. Jesus said, I know man's heart. That's why I wanted to give him a heart transplant because I know their heart. Man left away from God is self-destructive. You know, I'm watching. I was. I'm watching this American Idol, uh, American Soul with uh, the Soul Train with Don Cornelius. And I'll tell my wife if I was watching Don Cornelius. I said, "Oh my God, we was watching Soul Train every Saturday, man. And woo, peace, love, and so." And when I look at him on TV, I'm like, "Man, he was a trip. He talked crazy to people, man. Treated people like crap. But the TV made us look like he was all that in a cup of tea. 
and when they start showing us stuff behind the scene, we're like, wow, man, he was a tyrant. You know, and that's how people are. They feel like I got to step on people, man, to get where I got to go. So you had all kind of evil people on both sides of the aisle doing crazy things when God has given you a gift, right, to do something. When you use it for God, God, it can be so beautiful and so magnificent, all right? So your purpose is your destiny, all right? And the plan is your route. Now, the plan, how am I going to get there? You know, I already knew. I told Nessa, I knew you were going to get your degree from college. The question is, how are you going to do it? Whether you want to go through Michigan State, whether you want to go to Grand Valley, whether you want to go to Wayne State, where you want to go. Right? But you got to choose your plan, action, but the ultimate destination is to get your degree. So we know your destination. So God says, man, the purpose of us is coming together, man, to change the kingdom of God and to love each other and build a community, man, that's an oasis. Now, how you get there, how you do it, you cannot... Anytime you go off course and you're doing something contrary to God and it's hurting people's lives, then you already know I'm off course. Right? When I'm not being the man that I'm supposed to be, man, and I'm walking home and then my wife been there and she cooked the food or I came home and, and the kids say, hey, daddy, I'm like, shut up, I'm tired. Then I already know I'm off course. Right? I'm yelling and screaming at somebody man, who want to hug me and who want to love me, who's trying to do everything to make me better. Let me show you. I was watching the man, American soul was tripped because I was watching Don Cornelius' wife as she uh, was working so hard and she loved him so much and he treated her like crap. i never forget he threw out the house when he didn't realize, man, was she trying to make sure he was well because that's what the enemy would do. That's what the enemy would do. And you think success because you got a fine car or you got a nice home. Nobody cares. The devil will give you things because then you start to worship things instead of God. So I'm going to wrap this thing up. So that's some things, man, I want you to know, man, as we start this thing, as we move forward, man, to being the most phenomenal man that God intends for us to be, so we can be the man that God called us to be. Today, I want you to start charting your course, and your family is dependent on this here. Start charting your course, and you can't do that, man. First of all, you need to make sure you get a relationship with God. Sit down, man. Sit yourself down. Get off by yourself when there's nobody around but you and God, and, and then have a little talk with God and tell him all about who you are and what you need so, and get some directions on which way you want to go. And I promise you, man, God is going to show you the path. God is going to show you where he wants you to go. But you got to sit down and you got to start charting your course. And I, no, I don't care who you are. You got to start from the source. So if the world belongs to God and he's sovereign and everything is his, I'm going to come to him first and figure out how to do it. So you got to first, you got to start believing in yourself. God gave you the Holy Spirit for insurance. God gave you his Holy Spirit. So if I go to God and he gave me his Holy Spirit, all right, for insurance, so I'm going to work through that Holy Spirit. Now, I got to stay connected to it, so I got to keep in the word of God and say, okay, God, show me what you want me to do. Show me what's happening. Show me the Holy Spirit to show you, man, and, and to guide you and lead you. Now, here's the beauty of it. I don't care where you go. The Holy Spirit, once you ask God to be with you and walk with you and show you, Every time you want to get off course, the Holy Spirit will show you, show you the right path. He said, don't go right. I promise you there's nothing but danger over there. If you go this way, you're going to treat them like crap. You're going to come home smelling like a, a, a bunch of gar- garbage. So go back right. All right. So start being intentional about living towards your destiny. Start being intentional about spending time with God, spending time with your family. Remember, your family is the most important. Now, some people say, why I'm not a family man? Listen, if you are a father, man, let today be the day, man, when you call back up and spend time with your children. Now, I want to say a few words to women before we get started. I mean, before I close out. 
And understand this here. I know he make you mad. I know he get on your last nerve. I know this here. But whatever you do, man, don't remove the children from their fathers. All right? It's important, especially if the kids love their dad. Don't. Now, if the dad is harmful, man, keep him out of his presence, man, until God changes him. But uh, whenever he, he wants to spend time with your kid in a valuable way, man, make sure you introduce him to that experience and let him have that thing. And then you just guide and monitor the situation. But it's important to understand that. So I'm asking the women, please allow the father, man, to be the father. I know you're mad at him, and some of you all want him back. I know you want him, and you can't stand it because he's he chosen somebody else. And here's the thing. I know when he with you, he was he was no good, but now the Lord has changed his life, and he's, somebody else is in the picture, and you say, I wish he was better. Why he wasn't like that when I had him? Now he's saved. Now he want to be different. Thank God he's different. Thank God he's different now, and then your kids can benefit from that. So make sure they get exposed to that. So, so men, I promise you, it's, it's time for you to step up to the plate and be who God intends for you to be. Amen? So God loves you, and so do we. So we challenge you all to, to spend time with God, allow the Holy Spirit to lead your life, and be intentional, man, by being impactful in the lives. Now, men, as we close this thing, every single person that come in your presence Remember, you are representing God to them. So be careful what you say. Don't take advantage of people, man, because they love you. Don't take advantage of people, man, because they love you. Don't treat them like crap because they love you. You know how it is, man. When you love somebody, you don't want them to treat you like crap. I know you may not want her or you may not want to be around her. Remember, they love you, right? So don't you take advantage of that, man, and hurt them in the process. Be the man, man, God intends for you to be. Stand up tall. Let them be proud. Let them brag about who you are. You know, he, let, let, let the kids brag about my daddy. All right? That, that's important. Amen? So God bless you all. Thank you all. Have a happy, awesome, magnificent Father's Day. And uh, I just want to say a prayer, a closing prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this message today. I thank you for every man out there for this Father's Day, for blessing them. Uh, they have an opportunity to reconnect with their children. We ask you to give them the desire and the passion uh, to spend time with them, give them a phone call, to do something for them, man, to, to embrace their life. And don't uh, uh, hurt anyone in the process. So they may not have a relationship with certain people, but they always have a relationship with you. So that forces them, man, to love and care the way you want them to care. So we pray that the, your spirit reign in their life. And then because of you, because of who you are, They can see their destination, and their destination is to help be impactful in this world and help transform the worlds from the skin they're in. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, God bless you all. Uh, This opportunity uh, for you all to be a blessing to the kingdom, uh, we ask you all, please, man, make a commitment uh, to the kingdom of God and give God your best. Remember, if God is your sovereign, your Lord, give him your best. Don't shortchange God in your giving. So this is an opportunity for you all to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. And we ask you all, we always need your resources. We can't do what we do apart from you. Uh, We don't beg anybody for anything, but we ask you all that God gave you a portion to give back to the ministry. So if you don't have a desire to do it, that's between you and the Lord. We don't don't try to make you feel guilty, but we ask you to give, man, because God has blessed you. And so please uh, be true to God in every area of your life, even in your giving. All right, so be a blessing. You can give online. You can give through Giveify. You can do, we have a church app through Church Center. 
Uh, you can do it through PayPal. You can go to our website and give. But please be a blessing to the kingdom, and we will love you for it. Remember, next week we have our opening uh, at 10 o'clock service, and we're going to have a 12 o'clock service. Now, I'm not going to guarantee you we're going to have, we're going to continue. We're going to see what the numbers are like. Um, so we may just do uh, uh, one service. It depends on the number. So, but if you feel uncomfortable or, um, or you're a little nervous and whatever, uh, stay home until you're ready. All right? And then follow us online. God bless you. You have an awesome, magnificent, wonderful, wonderful day. God bless you.